Hallelujah. 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 The strife is over. The battle done. The victory of life is won. The song of triumph has begun. Hallelujah. Spirit of living God is bestowed upon me. He has anointed me to preach the good tidings. God has sent me to Let us pray. Our immortal and invisible God, we worship and adore your name. We lift your name higher than any other names. Thank you for coming to the world to save mankind. Thank you for enduring the torture on the cross by the people you died for. Thank you for the battle and victory at the hate. Thank you for the victory at the cross. Thank you for destroying death and hate. Our song is now victory. Father, we pray that never again will sin, death, and grave have dominion over us. We will see you, Lord, before experiencing death. And on the resurrection morning, Lord, we will rise with you. We will reign with you in your kingdom. These are many more we pray through the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. The topic of our message is look unto Jesus and be saved. Look unto Jesus and be saved. Our letters is taken from the gospel according to St. Luke. Chapter 23, we read verses 39 to 43. Luke 23, 39 to 43. I read, Then one of the criminals who were hanged blasphemed him, saying, If you are the Christ, save yourself and us. But the other answering rebuked him, saying, Do you not even fear God? Seeing you are under the same condemnation, and we indeed justly, for we receive the due reward of our deeds. But this man has done nothing wrong. Then he said to Jesus, Lord, remember me when you come into your kingdom. And Jesus said to him, As surely I say to you, today 
you will be with me in paradise. Brethren, the story of the arrest, torture, prosecution on the cross, the resurrection from death after three days, and the ascension to heavens by our Lord Jesus Christ, he is the greatest event in the world. There has been nothing and there will be nothing compared to it until he will complete the story by his appearance in heavens again to take home his own. No matter how many times this story is told, the total mystery cannot be completely revealed. The Holy Spirit will keep revealing to us day by day the mystery of Jesus Christ's resurrection. The book of John chapter 3, verses 16 to 18 says, For God so loved the world, that he gave his only begotten Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. He who believes in him is not condemned, but he who does not believe is condemned already, because he has not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. Jesus Christ was given to mankind to save us from the cause of destruction that we inherited from our ancestors, Adam. The simple illustration of salvation by belief is the story of one of the thieves who was crucified with Christ. One, he believed that Christ is the Son of God. Number two, he believed that he could be saved by salvation through our Lord Jesus Christ. Number three, he asked that he should be saved. Finally, because he was able to do this, he walked into paradise with Christ that day. Wow. He didn't have the benefit of baptism. He didn't have the benefit of confirmation as he's done in some churches. He didn't have the benefit of consecration and so many other belief rituals. He, however, did an open word crusade by an open confession of his belief from a condemned criminal, which transformed him to a heir apparent of the salvation of his soul through our Lord Jesus Christ. Today, Many are acquiring big titles in churches, but they don't know who Christ is. Not to talk of believing and confessing him as the Lord and Savior. Many don't even know why Christ was sent to the world and how they can key into that purpose. For example, a pastor or an officer of a church or a Christian who is a serial liar, is a liability to the body of Christ. The book of Zephaniah chapter 3, verse 5 says, 
The Lord is righteous in our midst. He will do no unrighteousness. Every morning, he brings his justice to light. He never fails. But the unjust knows no shame. Many will lie openly without any shame. Many fornicators and adulterers are among our church leaders. Do you really know Jesus Christ or the purpose of his death and resurrection? Jesus Christ was sent to save the whole world. But it's only those who accepted him that will be given the benefit of salvation. The book of John chapter 1 verses 11 to 13 says, He came to his own, and his own did not receive him. But as many as received him, he gave the right to become the children of God. To those who believe in his name, who were born, not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. What an irony. We all know the significance of the victory at the cross. Have we accepted Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior? Does Christ know you? Is there a covenant relationship between you and Jesus Christ? Not your Sunday Sunday collections, no, but your heart that you surrender to Christ. The book of Matthew chapter 7 Verses 21 to 23 says, Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, shall enter the kingdom of heaven, but he who does the will of my Father in heaven. Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied your name, cast out demons in your name, and done many wonders in your name? And then I will declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you who practice lawlessness. Brethren, let's leave aside the theological theorem of Jesus Christ's ministration. But let's just like the thief by the right hand side, accept him, believe him, and plead that he help us to make heaven. It's only his spirit that can help us. The worst shame will be to be rejected on the last day with those who are never associated with God. Our fringe association in faith with God cannot save us. Many just go to church to socialize. Many go there in case heaven and hell are real. We all need to take a decision that come rain or shine, we are determined to serve and obey God. From there, we keep his laws and shun sin. Once we have the conviction that we have known the truth, then we can tell others. The book of John chapter 8, verses 31 and 32 says, then Jesus said to those Jews who believed him, If you abide by my word, you are my disciples indeed, 
and you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. I pray that God himself will set us totally free from all shackles of sin and bondage in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. This is the best memorial we can use to celebrate Easter as children of God and his disciples. Wallowing in sin and disregarding his warnings of second coming is like nailing him on the cross the second time. We definitely don't expect anyone to die a second time for the same sin which we have refused to be repentant of. Of course, that's not possible. This has been foretold before in the book of Acts chapter 1 verses 10 and 11 which says, And while they looked steadfastly towards heaven as he went up, behold, two men stood by them in white apparel, who also said, Men of Galilee, why do you stand gazing up into heaven? This same Jesus, who was taken up from you into heaven, will so come in like manner as you saw him go into heaven. Jesus will come back as a judge. The book of Acts chapter 17 Verse 31 says, Because he has appointed a day on which he will judge the world in righteousness by the man whom he has ordained. He has given assurance of this to all by raising him from the dead. Hallelujah. Congratulations to all of us that Christ has defeated death. 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 54, it says, Death is swallowed up in victory. We have an inheritance of life. I pray that sickness, sin, and death will not have dominion over us again. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. I want to encourage us all to use this period to rededicate ourselves to serving and loving our living God. He loves us and won't want us to lose the opportunity of eternal life. That's why he came to die for us. He has gone to prepare a place for us that where he is, we will also be. Are we going to accept this beautiful offer? That's when his death and resurrection will start having meaning. This world will pass away like a flash. Where will you spend your eternity? Like the thief on the right hand. Today is your day of salvation. 2 Corinthians chapter 6 verse 2 says, In an acceptable time I have heard you. In the day of salvation I have helped you. Behold, now is the accepted time. Behold, now is the day of salvation. Tomorrow may be too late. We want to thank you for your patience and interest in listening to this message. We believe you have been blessed. Please, help share with others. You can also listen to this message and others 
on podcast streaming, codenamed Voice of Trinity. God bless you richly. Amen. And the day of vengeance of a king judgment to comfort all those who mourn, to console all inside to give beauty for ashes, praise garment for depression, they will be called righteousness, Christ will be Let us pray. Our everlasting Father, the resurrection and life, we worship you. Thank you for your love for us, that while we were sinners, you died for us. Thank you for your offer of salvation for us. We don't want to perish, Lord. We don't want to miss salvation. Father, in your mercy, help us. Remember our weak heart, and strengthen us, Lord. Let your grace speak for us. The heart to love you above the lost and mundane things of this world. Father, grant us in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Under any circumstance, Lord, we will make it to heaven. We will reign with you. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Amen.